0: Uh, we are going to find uh, and read kind of up to where we read uh, just a moment ago, and uh, I believe this. Uh, but if you don't get anything else out of this message, uh, please understand that uh, God always wants our best. Um, we tend to, in our Christian lives, we we give God the leftovers of our time. Uh, we we don't uh, commune with God. I was uh, this last week. I, I do some. Um, counseling, coaching, whatever, over uh, Zoom because uh, of uh, the pandemic and travel stuff, whatever, and, and was talking to, to one, well, actually two different people back to back, and both of them uh, had said, you know, their biggest struggles uh, right now uh, is their walk with the Lord, their, the time that they spend with God. They just, they've recognized that they don't uh, they don't spend enough time in the Bible. They don't spend enough time praying, uh, and, and it bothers them. And, and, and really, it's, it's the key to everything uh, in our life. And I mean, God says uh, in the Bible that our success is hinged upon our meditation upon the Word of God night and day. And uh, when we do that, God prospers us and blesses us. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And so as Christians, we know that everything in our life hinges on our personal walk with God. Uh, if you have a, a problem uh, with in your marriage, if you have a problem with your children, if you have a problem uh, at work, doesn't matter what your problem is, uh, if your problem is a health problem, uh, whatever. Uh, whatever your problem is, uh, the number one best practice, the number one thing you got to make sure uh, that's going on in your life is that you're in the Word of God and you're praying, that you're communing with the Lord. I'm saying that at the beginning of this uh, because that is the the big reason why these people in this passage of Scripture uh, had messed up as much as they had uh, because they had forgotten um, the glory of the Lord. Uh, And we read about people similarly so in the book of Romans in the first chapter uh, when they didn't retain God in their knowledge, when they weren't thankful, God gave them over uh, to a reprobate mind. Uh, so our double-mindedness in this area, our lukewarmness in our Christian life, um, it, it's not pleasing to God. Uh, and we really, have to, we really have to work at that uh, as Christians. So before I get into these verses and read, we'll kind of I'll kind of read the account and, and give a few different uh, comments on it, I guess, uh, and uh, a big challenge at the end, uh, but I, I want you to just to think for just a couple of minutes about a couple of things. Um, the first is this question, and I really want you to just think uh, and search your own heart uh, and come up with an answer, all right? Uh, and uh, the first question is, why, why did I come to church today, all right? Why did I come to church today? Just think about it. Uh, while you're thinking about it, um, there, there are numbers of reasons biblically why. You know, this is the uh, pillar and ground of truth. The Bible says, uh, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. We know that as Christians, we're, uh, we should be in the church. God, church is important to God. And so there's like, there's whys uh, that are connected to, uh, to that. Uh, and uh, because God's instructed us and there's commandment, et cetera. Uh, but beyond that, like why did you come, and then kind of think about the why in connection to your attitude about it. All right, um, I would reckon in a crowd this size, there are people that uh, that came to church today because you were made to, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, we 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 say to parents uh, that your your kids your kids should have a drug problem. You say, oh, that's terrible, pastor. What do you mean by that? They ought to be drugged to church. Uh, and uh, whether they like it or not, uh, and, uh, and so we'll kid about that. So you might have been, been drugged to church, uh, dragged to church uh, this morning, uh, and, uh, and so that's why, why you're here. You didn't want to come, uh, but you're here. But it's not just you know, a teenager who might be uh, rebelling. Um, it could be a husband uh, that doesn't want to be here. It could be a wife uh, that doesn't want to be here, uh, and for any reason. So think about your attitude. Uh, about being here today. Uh, maybe you'd rather be somewhere else. That's a, a natural thing. Um, you know, we, we think about that. Um, as, as a Christian, uh, there may be times where, um, where you'd want to be, you know, on a lake fishing uh, or on vacation or uh, doing some type of uh, leisure activity or recreational activity, and that's where you'd, that's where you'd rather be. Some of you I wouldn't raise your hand, but you'd rather be in bed right now, uh, and uh, you're tired. Uh, Again, we look at we look at um, Saturday Sunday as the weekend, uh, and people live for the weekend. They work hard all week, then they enjoy the weekend. But we understand that Sunday is the Lord's day, and that it's the first day of the week, Uh, and so we as Christians begin our week uh, from that perspective. Uh, it's why we come and we get encouraged in the word of God and uh, encourage one another. We're edified and built up. Ministry and church is part of that. Uh, you come to be exhorted and, uh, and rebuked. Um, the Bible says reprove, rebuke, exhort. Uh, sometimes preaching is two parts negative, one part positive. Uh, but God does all that. We, we join together. And, uh, and, but you could be here today and not want to be here. You could have... Uh, sung this, uh, the songs a moment ago uh, as we think about heaven came down and glory filled my soul. Like I've been in camp meetings and in the South or whatever uh, where I've, I've, I've seen people scream at the top of their lungs, well, you know, glory! And then they'll run around the church building. Uh, I've seen videos of guys running through and diving into full baptistry in their suit clothes. Uh, I've been in uh, churches where they throw shoes uh, somebody gets blessed, praise the Lord, and they'll just chuck their shoes uh, up, towards the, up towards the pulpit um, where people stand up and uh, praise the Lord. And, and what we've done is that we've, we've, um, we've allowed some abuses uh, of those things to deter us from even doing any of it. Uh, we, don't, we don't, you know, can't say amen. People think we're weird. Uh, and, uh, but here's the thing. You're in a church, uh, and, uh, and most of the people here come here often. If you're not a member, um, it's so people here, you're here for a reason. And so somebody's like, if he says amen or hallelujah, it shouldn't bother. You should be, shouldn't be afraid uh, to say that. Can I get an amen? amen? Okay, all right. See, it didn't hurt you uh, to say it, but it shouldn't have preachers shouldn't have to like beg it out of you. Um, you know, during the course of a service. It's a something, it's agreement. So when the pastor says something from the word of God and it's touched you and you're in agreement, like that's true, say amen. Uh, in that way, somebody who's there uh, who may be skeptical about it can say, well, these people believe that. Uh, and, uh, and maybe that would prompt them to look into it more or God might use that. So uh, you might have a bad attitude today. So as you sang uh, a moment ago in worship to God, um, you weren't feeling it. Uh, you were, you know, um, maybe saying part of it. You're looking down. You're thinking about um, Russell Wilson uh, back uh, behind center today. Uh, thinking about the game. What time is that? Um, when when when's lunch? And your mind is completely elsewhere. And you're not engaged. We daydream. We're distracted. We live in a time where everything distracts us, our, our devices, whatever, constantly uh, begging for our attention. Um, so why am I here? Um, what's my, what is my attitude and my spirit uh, about being here? Am I coming and I'm, am I worshipful? Uh, am I participating? Uh, am, I, am I even listening right now? All right. Uh, is important uh, for our thought today. Verse number six of Malachi, chapter number one. God has uh, just finished uh, talking about um, his love-hate relationship with Jacob and Esau. Uh, one meaning he, uh, he preferred one over the other uh, and uh, talks about uh, God's love for us and, uh, and, uh, and how we should uh, love him. Uh, and then he begins to transition into what The Bible says this is the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord is a reverence for God, uh, a a God who is God, uh, where he's in our thoughts. Uh, He is the preeminent one. Uh, He is who we worship. uh, And he's asking an important question. And he says this in verse six. He says, a son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear, saith the Lord of hosts? Unto you, O priests that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have we despised thy name? Now, often when I read this passage of Scripture, um, I, I read that response to God's question more with a tone of sarcasm, like, like you know, what do you mean? What do you mean we've despised you? Because most of the time in our lives, we know full well our heart attitude and spirit towards the things of God. Um, we know that we've become weary. Uh, now here's the difference. You can be wearied um, you know, uh, in the work uh, of God, meaning and, and you can be tired. Okay. You can be, you can be in the choir. Uh, and, uh, and you practice, and you come, and this is, a, this is the time of the year where we're going to get ready for our, our Christmas cantata and have extra practices on Saturdays, and uh, there's work and effort, and you can, you can have all kinds of stuff going on in your life, uh, and you can be weary in the work, in it. But to be weary of the work is something entirely different. Uh, and, and that's where I feel a lot of Christians... Have become. I've even said of myself uh, in that the Bible, the Bible says, as an overseer, I'm supposed to feed the flock of God, uh, not by constraint, um, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, uh, but uh, but God lays out uh, that I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to come to church out of an obligation. Um, I, I got to want to. Uh, and, and I've said that if, if I ever feel like I got to drag myself to church every Sunday and preach to these terrible people uh, who don't love God or whatever, whatever, whatever reason I'm in a funk. And if I'm, and if I'm that way, and it's not that I don't ever get that way because we all do, Amen. but we can't stay there. I can be weary in the work, but I can't be weary of the work. And, uh, and, uh, and w- what is worse than you dragging into church, not wanting to be here, is me dragging into church, not wanting to be here. That's worse. All right. Uh, and I recognize and I know that in my life, and so I, I'm, I give constant attention uh, to my own attitude and spirit. Before I get in a pulpit, you know, I don't want, I really, honestly, I just don't want a lot of people come up to me and saying, you know, tell me all the terrible things that happened to you uh, this last week and, and whatever, or did you, you know, if you come up to me and say, you know, did you see what, in Fox News, whatever, and you get my, I, now I'm, I'm mad, uh, uh, because of politics or whatever. And so there's a part of me that just wants to stay in my office, walk right up to the pulpit to preach, and then, and then, and then walk back in my office and hide again, uh, because a lot of things in life affect our spirit right. and our attitude. And So I would read this like, oh, they despise God, and, 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 he, and they said, well, we're, you know, what are you talking about where we despised you? But there's also a part of this passage where I think that people weren't aware of, of the reason that their worship uh, had become um, the way that it is. So let's continue. Uh, they said, Wherein we have we despised uh, thy name? He says, verse 7 Ye have offered polluted bread upon mine altar, and say, Wherein have we polluted thee? In that you say, The table of the Lord is contemptible. And if you offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if you offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? Offer it now unto thy governor. Will he be pleased with thee or accept thy person, saith the Lord of hosts? And, and, uh, and so they said, Wherein have we despised thy name? God answered and says, Here's how you've done it. Uh, you've offered uh, polluted, uh, polluted sacrifice. Uh, you've, you've offered the, the, the blind and the lame and the sick. Uh, and, and he says, Is, That's evil. You shouldn't do that. The long and short of it, again, for sake of time and, and to not... Uh, get too bogged down in the particulars of it. Uh, people had to offer um, animals, uh, birds, things for sacrifices at that time. Uh, but when they did it, had to be the best. It needed to be. If you're going to offer a, a a a lamb, it needed to be a spotless lamb, no blemish. You know, you know, you couldn't have spots or you know this, that, and the other. A lot of ways that uh, an animal can be blemished. Uh, and in and, and God was saying, take take your your, your blemished, you know, um, cursed offering and give it to the governor. Uh, and he says, will he be pleased with it? And the answer is no, he wouldn't. And, and if it's not good enough for him, then why would it be good enough for me? Is what God is saying. And so you've despised me uh, in that you've, you've, you've given me the, the dregs and the stuff that you don't want. And you've, you've given it to me. Um, I, I preached this message in, uh, somewhere in Indiana not too long ago. And, uh, and I talked about um, people being organ donors. And, uh, but what I meant about organ donors are like, like organs, like piano organs. <laughs> uh, and uh, like every now and then, we're like, hey, pastor, we got this organ. Uh, does the church want it? It doesn't work. Uh, but do you want it? I'm like, No. Um, we don't want your broken down uh, you know, uh, church organ, uh, and, but that's usually what happens. Um, you get a new refrigerator at your house, so you bring the one that you didn't want anymore uh, to church, and I thought, well, the church could use this. And, and we're constantly, honestly, just uh, we, we'll get people calling or people dropping stuff by, and, and I, I get and understand um, the, the motivation in, in, in wanting to be a blessing, but in the, in the, the tone or the, the atmosphere of this passage of Scripture, um, God, God doesn't want us to give the broken down stuff and the leftovers. He wants us to give the best. And that's the context that is there. Uh, and when we think that God's blessed by what we offer to Him, um, when it isn't what God wants, God's not blessed. Uh, and, uh, and in fact, it makes God angry. And so we think that God's pleased with what we're doing, and so there, there's a part of this where people like like okay, explain to us what did we do wrong, wherein have we despised thee? And then God explains, you've you you take this the the, the lame and the sick and the blind, and you, you offer it to me, uh, and, uh, and and I just it's it's not uh, what you need to do. And then He says this in verse nine, and how I pray, and, and now I pray you beseech God that he will be gracious unto us. This hath been by your means. Will he regard your persons, saith the Lord of hosts? And so there's, a, there's an irony, uh, it's an ironic statement uh, that he's laid out here, and I'm gonna get into that uh, here in, in a second. And he says, who is there even among you that shut the door for not? Verse 10, neither do kindle fire on mine altar for not. Uh, and so they, he's saying the priest, you won't even light a fire, or open a door, you won't do anything unless you're getting something out of it. Um, if you think back to a moment ago when I asked you about why you're in church today, some of you are like, well, I, I, I came to church to be blessed. I came to church um, to, you know, to be taught, to be fed. Uh, and I've had people say, you know, I love this church because I'm fed. I've had people say, I don't like this church because I'm not fed. It give me the same message, but it has, it has a lot to do with our attitude and spirit about it. And so we ought to come to church with a spirit of expectation that the word of God uh, is going to be preached. And by the way, the promise is that when the word of God is, is read and preached, that it doesn't return unto him void. So when you say to somebody else that you're not getting fed, it, it's, not, it's not about my delivery. It's not about, you know, any of that. It's about the Bible. And if you've been given the word of God, uh, you've been fed. Uh, and uh, and it's, just, uh, it's just we say stuff. Uh, and, and it seems like we're, you know, we're trying to be spiritual or whatever, uh, but there's some problems with that. And So these people, they, uh, they, they gave the sick and the lame and the blind and they wouldn't do anything unless they got something out of it. Like, you know, I sing in a choir, but what's in it for me? Um, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd work on the bus route, but what do I get out of it? And, you know, and there's a lot of times where you sing in the choir at Berean Baptist Church or any other, uh, any other church for that matter, and you can go to week after week or month after month, and nobody even says thank you. Um, and, uh, and we try, and we know as leadership, uh, we want to encourage people, and you've got to praise in and, uh, and, uh, and, and those things and be in, in all of that what it is. Uh, but, but, but we want to know what we're getting out of. And when we, and we're not getting what we want out of stuff, we stop doing it. And, and forget why we're doing it uh, in the first place. Like, why am I teaching this Sunday school class? What's my attitude and spirit? It's like, you walk in and it's like, I don't even, I don't even like kids. And I, and I gotta teach all these kids and they won't listen and you're getting angry and, uh, and having a bad attitude. And, and kids can tell that. They don't want to be around that. And, uh, but, but we're like, you know, hey, uh, what do you mean? What do you mean I, my attitude's wrong? What do you mean my... Uh, and we, we, get so, we get so defensive. But here's what God says about that type of a spirit. He says, the middle part of verse number 10, He says, I have no pleasure in you, saith the Lord of hosts, neither will I accept an offering at your hand. So there's a, a part, a takeaway as we read right there, that there are times where we offer things to God and God says, I've got no pleasure in, in it. I've got no pleasure in you uh, and I will not accept your offering. So we, we, we sing in the choir with a bad attitude uh, and, and God says, what you just did, I don't accept it. Um, I'm not interested in it. Uh, and, uh, and so I, I've got no pleasure in you and I will not accept it at your hand. Not all worship is acceptable to God. I could get into a big rabbit trail right now and point out all the things that go on in churches that people do in the name of worship uh, and, uh, and that, that God doesn't like it and, uh, and He doesn't accept it. Uh, and so there are churches filled with people who are offering worship to God, and i'm not talking about false religions and false worship and burning incense and idols and all that kind of stuff i'm talking bible believing christians who are in church today um, just you know not even here uh, and uh, and when you walk out of church today and you feel like you feel like nothing happened you feel like you didn't learn anything you, you know it's like i why did even come today or whatever that is all on you. Amen. Amen. Not on God. Uh, it's not on me. Uh, it's, it's not on, you know, somebody sat in your seat, somebody parked in your spot, uh, you know, whatever, didn't say hi to you in the, in the hallway, didn't shake your hand. I mean, I could go on and on and on for all the reasons that people don't like to come to church and, and every time I come there and whatever. And, and, and it's really honestly nonstop. Just, just, just kind of like, it's going to be okay. Uh, and you're gonna make it. Um, you know they didn't mean it, uh, and uh, just come back next week. Okay, I'll come one more. I'll give it one more shot. Uh, and uh, and uh, and that, but that's the kind of thing. God can't bless that. Uh, and, uh, and, and so you you know you offer, you sing, you know verses one, two, and four um, in worship to God, uh, and, and, and God's just not having it. Uh, and 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 never. I mean, he says a lot about our hands and lifting up holy hands to the Lord, and, and what our, what we should be doing in praise. Uh, but but please, please understand um, at least that what God says you offer to God. If, if it's if it's not if it's not something God wants, uh, it's not pleasing to Him. Okay, uh, it's just you, you have to. We see that in the Bible. Uh, And then he says, verse 11, from the rising of the sun even to the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place, incense shall be offered in my name and a pure offering, for my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. And he says that again in verse number 14. He says, I am the great king, saith the Lord of hosts, my name is dreadful among the heathen. But he says, you profaned it, verse 12. And that you say the table the Lord is polluted and the fruit thereof and the meat thereof and He says there's a uh, there's a weariness uh, at it and you snuff at it's a colloquialism like you know you put your nose up at it. See the priests when people brought. Uh, the lamb, uh, uh, and they'd, you know, blood on the altar, they'd do the different things, meat offerings, they would do the scapegoat stuff and, uh, and chase the, that goat off, and, uh, and they would do all that, and then, and then, you know, everybody kind of went their way, then they had, they had euros for dinner. I mean, they ate, I mean, maybe they have euros, okay, all right, uh, but, they, but they ate, they lived off of uh, those, those offerings that pre- people brought. Uh, and uh, so they're like uh, tired of it, snuffing at it, uh, it's weariness, um, contemptible, uh, and, uh, and, and on and on and on. Uh, and, and so he says in verse 14, cursed be the deceiver, which hath in his flock a male and voweth a sacrifice unto the Lord a corrupt thing. So there's a lot, um, there's a lot of stuff to kind of unwrap uh, about this passage of Scripture. Uh, but when I we go back to our thoughts about why we're at church today, um, not because church is important, uh, but like why are you specifically here? Uh, were you made to come? I've got a bad attitude. I don't. I don't. You know, whatever. Uh, and uh, whatever is in your mind in at that. You know, about being in church. Um, I want you to kind of think about that. So, what was it about their worship uh, that God didn't? Like well, it was. It, there was a disrespect. There was contempt and in uh, a weariness, etc. There was a disinterest, uh, as it talks about in in verse number ten. They uh, they didn't want. They didn't want to serve. They didn't want to do the work. what the, they weren't weary in it. They were weary of it. And they they snuffed at it. Their offerings were defective, uh, but, but their worship was it was a painless kind of a worship. Like it didn't cost them anything. When when it's like oh it's like hey we're going to the temple. Um uh go just uh grab a, grab a grab a lamb. Uh well you know when we leave we we'll leave in five just grab one I don't care just grab one. <laughs> and uh, out the door they would go. Uh, and uh, and they bring it in uh, and they 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 give their offering uh, and it was the you know the the blind dirty uh, whatever lame sheep with you know uh, with three legs uh, and, uh, and and it was just like well it was whatever it's just because the best ones are back the best ones are the ones we sell at the market the best ones we keep for we, we keep for ourselves it was a it was a painless kind of worship. And we know the Bible says that we offer anything to God that doesn't cost us anything. And, uh, and, but that's what their worship was. And it was a, it was a painless, uh, thoughtless type of a worship. Um, looking back over to verse number nine, here's how, here's how thoughtless people, people don't think. They didn't think then and they don't think now. Uh, you ever heard the expression, don't bite the hand that feeds you? All right, that's what they're doing. So they're, they're, bringing to, they're making an offering to God uh, and uh, that God doesn't want, that's contemptible um, and, and messed up. And then they're praying and asking God for God to be gracious to them. That's the irony. They're biting the hand that feeds them. The, the very God who they needed to bless and to, and to, and to give them grace and help uh, was the very God that they were ticking off. Because, because he's, he's, he's upset. In fact, the Bible says when we offer prayers like that, he says even your prayers are an abomination. When you look at all this stuff that God says is an abomination to him in the Bible, it's not a very nice list. But on that very list are the prayers of people um, who offer prayers to God uh, and uh, everything from, from wavering faith uh, to contempt uh, and, uh, and God doesn't want it. He says, your middle-of-the-road, lukewarm Christianity makes me sick. He says, I'll spew you out of my mouth. God wants, God wants full-on, uh, heartfelt. He says, you, you love me with all your heart and soul and might. Uh, and we sing, glory came down, or heaven came down, and glory filled my soul. Filled my soul. Isn't that what we do? It's like you know. It's like, all right, when's this getting done? All right, it's twelve o'clock. Don't you know, Pastor? You're only supposed to preach till twelve, maybe twelve fifteen at the most. And 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 I've got to manage all that stuff and whatever, and uh, and uh, and, you know, and I'm trying to read the crowd or whatever. It's like people, you know, all these things that the uh, the mind can only uh, take in what the seat can endure. <laughs> and got to keep your attention. And it's hard because, because when you watch television, I mean, there's all the things the colors and lights and whatever. I mean, there's a science behind that. How to keep somebody engaged in attention and attention. And you don't get that from the old King James book. You got to want it when you, when you come, come to church. And so uh, it was a painless, thoughtless, contemptible worship that was hypocritical. God says you're a deceiver. You you have the best, and you know you have the best, and you offer uh, you offer it to me. And so I think about, okay, well, well, like, why, why, why are they like that? Why am I like that? Why why would I drag myself into church on a Sunday out of obligation and duty, wanting to be everywhere else except in church? Why would I get that way? And it's very simple. And He's revealed it in verse number. Uh, 11 verse number 14 uh, and uh, as well as in the verse we read at the beginning they, they, they forgot how good God was and is the glory of God chapter number 2 uh, he says in verse number 2 if you will not hear and if you will not lay it to heart to give glory unto my name saith the Lord of hosts I will even send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings uh, I said I preached this in Indiana not too long ago and after the service uh, they were having it was pumpkin pie Sunday, and uh, and so uh, I, I walked into the kitchen after the service and was going to get a piece of uh, pumpkin pie and I saw there was another one and they're like uh, so I grabbed it it was didn't look like any of the other ones so I grabbed it and I'm walking out uh, and this kid goes that's our pie uh, I'm, like, I'm like what is it and I'm like what is this pie and it was the healthy one it was like the Non dairy, gluten free. Uh, you know, had nothing. You no, know, no sugar, whatever. And I'm like, do I even want to put this in my mouth? Uh, and uh, but I did, and it was actually pretty good. wasn't really good, uh, but it was. Uh, but it was. Uh, it was edible. And uh, and uh, and so as I was eating uh, the the healthy pumpkin pie, uh, this lady walks in, and she she'd been going to the church for like a year, and she said she said to the pastor and myself, she's "Like, what does that mean? Like." God doesn't curse stuff. You know, cursing, because in her head, it's like, it's like Halloween curse. It's like witch's curse. It's like, um, it's it's and so she's like, she's trying to wrap her mind around, what, is that, what does God do? And, and, and when you read this in scripture, he says, I will send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. What God is saying is your, your expectation of blessing, like, because a lot of people go to church because they feel if I go to church and I'm good, then God's gonna bless me. Uh, if I go to church and, and, I, and I just go, and, 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 you, and you've even said that, that's your deal with God. God, I'll go back to church. Please help me. I'll be good, um, and please. And then, or we'll like we'll pray, God, get me out of this, this difficulty and this problem, uh, and then God gets you out of it, and you've made all kinds of, I'm going to read my Bible, I'm going to pray, I'm going to go to church, I'm going to give to missions, whatever it is, uh, I'm going to finally teach that Sunday school class, and then when God gets you out of the problem, you, you kind of go back on it. And think, well, it all would have worked out in the first place. And we don't keep our vows uh, to God. He says, You're, I'm going to curse your blessings. It's like all these things that you think that, you, that, that are, are good or whatever. Uh, this, is, this is why as Christians, sometimes we have trouble at work. It's why we have trouble in our homes. It's why we have trouble. It's because we're not, we're not worshiping God like we want. And we think that God's got to just bless us because we're Christians. And it's the furthest thing from the truth. And so he says, I'm going to curse your blessings. He says, I've cursed them already because you do not lay it to heart. So God says, I want, I want your best. And uh, you ever have, uh, for those of you who have been parents, a uh, uh, teenager go to their school and they, they get like a grade uh, that, that's not satisfactory, uh, and they say, well, I did my best. You know they didn't. They didn't study. They, you, know, you know they didn't. But when we say, I did my best, everybody's supposed to just accept it, like, like you did, and not call you on it and say, no, um, you didn't do your best, uh, you and ABC, and you just lay out the case and why it wasn't. And, uh, and so when it comes to this thing with God, since I can't see your heart and uh, your neighbors can't see your heart, and by the way, the Bible says you don't know your own heart. It's desperately wicked. So even you don't know it. But, but, we can, but, but there's all kinds of things that we can see. And notice, we you, I know, I can see when you walk into church on Sunday if you want to be here or not. Um, and uh, and so when people, it just, it's it's all over us. Um, I can see I can see when we're singing when we're singing the songs. where's a hymnal, and, and you don't have a hymnal. And, and this is I watching today. This is what it was. I've I've seen some people just stand there like, that was it. And, uh, and so I'm like, you know, if, if that's the kind of singing that you're going to do to God, then why? God doesn't, God doesn't bless that. Singing is worship. And it's worship for Him. And it doesn't matter if you don't like the song or, uh, or because it's a hymn or because we don't have a band playing or whatever. It's not about you. It's about Him. Uh, and so, uh, so when you stand in church and you're like, whatever, you know, um, like you're thinking right now, some of you are probably thinking right now, he is past time. You can't get beyond the fact that it's 12.06. Am I, I'm telling the truth. You check out. Like I've got, I've got, you come to church, like he's got 20 minutes to bless me. And if I'm not, he, I'm turning him off or whatever. And you are thinking about everything that you shouldn't be thinking about. And not engaged in worship. And so it's a zero sum effect for you. You get to leave today not blessed, not encouraged, having not pleased God. Nothing's changed. And then, and then, and then you are like, you know, you, you know, your, your, your roast is burnt, uh, you know, and all these different things. and you are like, because God blesses your, he curses your blessings. It's like you, it's like this exercise in futility. You, you know, you go to church, disengaged and you're going for all the wrong reasons, and God is just not pleased with it. Well, I'm here every Sunday, Pastor. So? What does that matter? Okay, what, you know, do you serve? You know, what's your, you know, just like, why well, come? I don't want to, I've really, I've literally had people say, I don't even know why I come here. I don't like you. I don't, I don't, I don't like the singing. I don't like whatever, but I, but I just know this is where God wants me. And I, and I want to say, are you sure? Because it doesn't, it doesn't sound like this is where God wants you. And so you, it, it, but, but, but why live life that way? You saying, Pastor, you're telling me to leave? No, I'm not. I'm telling you to get right. You know. In, in prepare, it's more important. It's another message, but the Bible says that His word will not return to Him void. It's the, it's, the, it's the it's the it's the ground that this that the seed's planted in. It's the problem. It's it's our hearts. It's our spirit and our attitude. He says our sin withholding good things from us. It's it's our it's our it's our wavering faith. It's it's all of our problems and difficulties. The fact that we can't be engaged in worship. That we can't out of out of you know. All the, you know, how many hours do you have in a week? And to be in the house of God for an hour on Sunday, and we can't, we can't, even, we can't even engage. You can sit through a movie for three hours and not get up and go to the bathroom. Are you following me? It's, it's, all, it's all that falls on us. And, and God, God says, I've got no pleasure in it. God has... God has no pleasure and God will not bless you if you go to church because you have to and you don't want to uh, and just, I can't wait for the song service to get over. Oh, here comes the offering plate. Give, give, give. And you're, and you're asking God to heal your sick loved one. Bless my family. Our, our prayer lists are usually gimme, gimme, gimme. Please, and there's verses in the Bible uh, that says you're asking you're asking me to bless you with this attitude. Now God do you think God will bless me? No. Well why not? Because you're you you're just you're you're going through your Christian life faking it. You're just going through church playing a playing a role. And God cannot, God cannot. He's limited himself. And by the way, if there's any blessings and any grace on your life, it's because some Christian that loves you prays for you. It, because the Bible says when we have regard in our heart, the Lord doesn't even hear our prayers. And so praise the Lord that there are people that love you and care for you that love Jesus that aren't dialing it in are asking God to bless you and to give grace on your life. Because if it weren't for that, Um, you'd be in a terrible, terrible mess. I would be in a terrible, terrible mess. So you say, what's the point of all this, Pastor? Time's up. Um, Don't forget how good God is. And that you don't have to be at church. There's all kinds of people out in this world that God's not on their mind at all, doing all kinds of stuff on Sunday. You don't gotta be here. You know, you should wanna be here. I get to proactive language. I want to be in church. I want to sing. Uh, and, uh, and you pick up that hymn book and you sing it out uh, like you mean it. You're singing uh, to the Lord. And I love seeing people and they're singing and they're whatever. And, and they're like, oh, praise, praise God. Uh, and they're doing that. I'd rather, I'd, rather have, I'd rather have that than this. You know, and I, and I, and I, 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 I want to go like, Mile, I want, to, I want to get from here and go up to and say, like, stop it. What's the matter with you? And, uh, and it's usually the ones, who are do- the ones who are just not having it are the ones who need it. They need it desperately. They need the hand of God in their heart. And they're like, you know, they're like I'm asking God to help me, and he's not. And I don't understand. I'm like, I do? <laughs> Let me show you what the Bible says in Malachi chapter number one. How can he bless that mess? He can't. And uh, and so he said, "What do I do? You fix it. You get it right. You pray. God, help me not to not to, not to have a painless, thoughtless, contemptible, hypoc- hypocritical worship. Yeah. Help me to be real. Help me to be engaged and in and want to be here. and." and, 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 and uh, and show that and be a testimony and let my light shine. And praise, isn't God good? Uh, and somebody walks in and you see, you see, you see them, uh, they're a Malachi one person and you just go up and say, you know what, I love you. I'm praying for you. I can see you're having a bad day. Be encouraged. You need anything? You bear burdens. It's important. Um, and I hope, that, I hope that you see it. Give God your best because anything less, he's just he's just He's just not interested. He doesn't want hap- hazard worship. He doesn't want thoughtless, painless, contemptible, hypocritical. He wants, he wants you to all, all your soul, all your heart, all your might. It's pretty, it's pretty hard to explain that away. So is your heart in it? Why are you here today? Why did you come? And if, and if it wasn't because I love Jesus and I want to be here and I want to worship him in the church that God has set me in, and praise him, and whatever. If there's any other reason, make my wife happy, make my husband happy, uh, be it, I, I gotta go, because I've gotta be an example. My kids, my wife said. Those are all bad reasons. In whatever you're thinking you're gonna get out of it, for having done that, you ain't getting it. You say, well, how do you know? Because I believe this book, and, uh, and, and God, God's just, he wants what he wants, and God should get what he wants from us. He's bought us with a, with a price. So glorify uh, your Father which is in heaven. Let's all stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed today and